Since Donald Trump won, people have constantly asked how he was able to beat Hillary Clinton. How did he do it? And a lot of people bring up how the Democrats abandoned the working class, how identity politics is pushing white people to the Republican Party, and that's fair. But I also think that overall, the left is becoming perceivably weak. We keep hearing stories about college students who think words are violence and that speech will make them unsafe. And when we see these stories, I can't help but feel like, yes, the left has become frail. I recently watched a speech by Obama as he was rallying the Democrats, and it reminded me as to how he was able to win twice. Because Obama is strong. He speaks with confidence and command, and people want to get behind that. People want their leader to have strength. But who do the Democrats have today? I just don't see it. And when we see this constant attempt at fairness, and when we see people like Bernie Sanders back down after activists take over a stage, it just feels like they don't have the strength to lead. A story is going around right now. The New York Times is changing the way they're presenting election data in real time because the needle they used in 2016 was causing people to have nervous attacks. And once again, it feels like the people in this country are just becoming too weak. And that's why the Republicans are able to keep winning. Now, I made my prediction yesterday. I think the Republicans are going to win everything. I could be wrong. You know, I don't think I know everything in the world, but this is one of the reasons why. So today, let's take a look at this story and let's take a look at how the left has become frail and... I mean, they throw temper tantrums when they don't get their way. We see these this, this snarky attitude, they're mean, they're snide, and they just don't seem to have strength behind them. But before we get started, please head over to patreon.com forward slash TimCast if you want to support my work. Patrons are the backbone of the content I create, so if you like these videos and you want to see more, go to patreon.com forward slash TimCast and become a patron today. From the Daily Caller, now this is not a source I typically use, but NewsGuard does rate them as green checkmark, which means they're pretty good. They're not great, they're not perfect, but it's okay. They say, the New York Times makes changes to election needle so readers won't get upset. The New York Times is changing a voting data graphic that many readers claim led them to falsely believe then-candidate Donald Trump would lose the 2016 presidential election in a landslide. The New York Times is working to avoid triggering panic attacks among people who felt the election needle duped them into believing former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton would easily win. The needle supposedly created confusion between real-life election data and flawed predictive polling. Until we get a sufficient sampling of early results to make that model meaningful, We won't even surface the needle, managing editor Joe Kahn told Vanity Fair's Joe Pompeo on Monday. There will now be two needles, one for the House and one for the Senate, and neither will be placed high up on the front page. People have expressed a concern that even though our real-time election model is extremely valuable, that despite that, we should still be very cautious about featuring the needle prominently in our coverage on election night, not because we're not confident in it, but because certain readers may have a nervous reaction to the reintroduction of the needle, he added. Quite literally, they're saying that this election modeling could trigger people who were traumatized to an extent by what happened in 2016. It's just data. It's important data. But it seems like time and time again, we are seeing these pushes to remove information because it triggers people. They're becoming frail. Now, look, The New York Times isn't necessarily pointing the finger at the left, but who would be upset by 2016? Are the Trump supporters and conservatives upset by that? No, of course not. They were laughing the whole time. The only people who probably experience some kind of trauma from losing the election are people on the left. And according to a study, and this is reported by the Washington Post, some people may actually have developed a form of PTSD because Trump won the election. 
When I see that, it makes me feel like many people in this country, typically among the left, are seriously becoming too frail to function. From KIITV ABC local affiliate, 2016 U.S. election left PTSD symptoms in some young people, study says. A professor at San Francisco State University found that the presidential election was a traumatic experience for at least 25% of young adults. I got to stop right there and say, if that's true, and we'll read through the story, my God, seriously, you lost an election, so people are actually traumatized by this? When we talk about PTSD and trauma, we typically talk about people who experienced legitimate trauma, war, violence, murder, assault, not losing an election, something they watched on TV. But yes, we're actually seeing this right now. And this, I mean, listen, what do you think is going to happen in the future when these young people are trying to take charge? If words are violence, if words make them feel unsafe, and if losing an election makes them feel trauma, I can only say that we are headed for a, (laughs) it's going to be a bad future where people have just become too frail and too weak. But obviously, again, this is on the left, not the right. Many were stressed out by the divisive U.S. presidential election in 2016, But a new study says that it may have been more traumatic. The study was led by San Francisco State University professor Melissa Hagan, who found the election had a severe impact on young people, and in some cases may have even caused symptoms that are most often seen in people who suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder. The 25% of young people that were found to have had a traumatic experience showed clinically significant levels of stress. These stress levels were comparable to that of mass shooting witnesses seven months after the event. The study impacted certain groups more than others. Race, gender, political affiliation, and religion all played larger roles in the results. According to the study, females scored about 45% higher than males, and Democrats scored more than two and a half times higher than Republicans. Researchers from the study believe that one factor that may have made the election so stressful was the sheer surprise. Many were not expecting for Donald Trump to be elected president. They also say that the contentious conversations around the election may have also contributed to the stress. There was a lot of discourse around race, identity, and what makes a valuable American. I think that really heightened stress for a lot of people, Hagan said. I wasn't the biggest fan of Obama. I wasn't. And it's the same thing for Trump, because some of the most important issues to me are American foreign policy, drone strikes, bombings, weapon deals, you know, oil, all that stuff. You've heard me talk about it if you watch my channel. Domestic policy has, can be argued, right? And, and I'm willing to listen to most people's arguments and I tend to lean left. But I got to say, Obama was strong and there were people who were willing to back him because he was charismatic. Where has that all gone? Why are we now hearing that people in this country are experiencing trauma and symptoms of PTSD because a Republican won an election? It is, it is mind numbing and it is terrifying when you realize that young people who are poised to take over the future of the world, at least a quarter of them, experienced PTSD over an election. Seriously, I've witnessed people die. I have witnessed people get shot in the head with with riot weapons. I've been tear gassed. I do not have trauma. And I am still like I was still shocked by what happened in 2016. What are we supposed to expect when these are the people who are being lifted up? Why why did the Democrats lose? Because after Obama, they just don't have the strong figures. This is one of the reasons why I've said that I think Michael Avenatti could actually stand up to Trump. I don't necessarily think he could win in 2020, but at least he's willing to stand up and refuses to back down. One of the main reasons I think this is happening is that parents are what's called bulldozer parents. They used to call, they used to say it was helicopter parenting where the parent would hover over the kid and make sure they were safe. But bulldozer parenting is when they plow out all obstacles in front of these children 
And so the kids grow up frail and weak, and they don't know how to deal with simple things like losing an election. Donald Trump winning, not the end of the world. But you know what, too? The media is certainly fanning the flames. I made a tweet recently. I said that violent crime is down. That's a fact. Fascism is not back in the United States. That is also a fact. Things used to be way worse. I hear stories from my parents about racism back in the day and coming from a mixed race family, what they had to deal with when when it comes to miscegenation laws in the United States. All of that's gone. We're doing great. Things are getting better. But for some reason, there are people literally tweeting that today in the midterms, they're voting against the Nazi party. They're voting against Nazis. It's just not true. What has happened to people in this country that they become so frail and weak that they see Nazis around every corner, that they literally get PTSD because someone won an election? Donald Trump might have some extreme policies, for sure. And there's a lot to criticize him on. A lot of the stuff he's done, Obama did too. So let's be rational about what the presidential office means and what comes with it. Trump, in my opinion, is only somewhat worse than a lot of the other presidents we've had in terms of a lot of the worst violence we've seen with state repression and a lot of the policies he enacts. I'm not a huge fan of a lot of what the Republicans are doing, but for the most part, it's kind of like, is this better or worse than the Republicans of, of way back when? Honestly, I don't think so. George W. Bush started foreign wars. There were a lot of things that George W. Bush and Dick Cheney did that I think are a million times worse. But the rhetoric around Trump has become so extreme that people are panicking, claiming that there's literally Nazis everywhere. And they're not. There is a moral panic happening on the left where they've become so frail and so sensitive to the slightest things that I just don't see them winning in the future. Now, look, yesterday I said, I think the Republicans are going to win. This is just another reason why I think that's the case. I could be wrong, right? You know, I don't think I know everything in the world. I think it's entirely possible I'm wrong. And my job isn't predicated on making accurate predictions. But listen, this story came out today. It was originally reported a few days ago. When you hear that people got PTSD because someone won an election, I can't imagine these people will have the strength to rally anyone to support them. They won't have the strength to stand up to your average American adult. Like how many regular adults, Gen Xers, boomers are going to throw panic, you know, have panic attacks over Donald Trump? I, I would assure you it's very few. This is predominantly affecting people on the left. That's what the story says. Democrats, they were, they were two and a half times more likely to have stress over Donald Trump's election than Republicans. Of course, Republicans were happy. And there are other stories too. The angry left is turning me into a Trump supporter from Bethany Mandel of Forward.com. This story from May of 2013, why are liberals so rude to the right? The Atlantic, how rhetoric on the left fuels bigotry on the right. There is story after story of the left throwing temper tantrums, of them being intolerable, of them being angry, of them complaining about how words are violence, confronting people on the right and getting overly violent. Now, listen, I've complained about violence from Antifa and other groups. Saying that they're frail and intolerant doesn't mean that they don't get violent. When, when kids have temper tantrums, they thrash about screaming, and sometimes young kids will actually bite people or hit people. They do. When kids fight, they hit each other. All of this, in my opinion, is a symptom of bad parenting and bad leadership and an inability for these people to emotionally mature. Do I think every Democrat is like this? No, of course not. I just think that they need to call it out. They need to do something about it because they're going to keep losing if they can't have a strong figure say, stop, and this is what we need to do. Obama had that strength, but his time has come and gone. Now, who do they have? I just don't see anyone. They've taken this path. They've tried so hard to be overly sensitive and fair to everybody that when Bernie Sanders is on stage and activists take it over, he just backs away and puts his head down. 
That's not strength. That's not leadership. And a lot of people felt that he, he made an example that day. He showed people that he would not be strong enough to stand up and defend their rights as Americans. And that's when he lost a lot of people. He also made some identitarian statements. But I think it's fair to say that if any number, 1%, 2% of people on the left are going to experience PTSD over an election, they are seriously lacking in the strength department. But you know what? Let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. How do you feel about all this? Is it surprising? It's extremely frustrating to me. It makes me angry. You know, I did a video yesterday with someone on the left about what the left believes and what they don't. I thought it was a good conversation. Ultimately, I don't think we really got anywhere necessarily. I think he made some good points. But for the most part, I don't think he recognized what this problem is. This is Democrats. It says in this story, Democrats scored this way. We are talking about the political parties. We are talking about who you need to support. And straight up, according to a study, Democrats substantially, 2.5 times more likely to experience trauma over losing an election. That is weakness we can't afford. And it presents a problem for those who believe in progressive policies and socially liberal policies. We don't have the leadership in the Democratic Party. And that's what the Democratic Party needs. But again, comment below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos coming up on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews. That's at 6 p.m. I may or may not do a live stream tonight for the election. We'll see what happens. So follow me on Twitter and I'll post any updates. But again, thanks for hanging out and I'll see you all next time. Thank you.